Good evening, everyone. This is Peripheral Visions by Antonia Batts. We are broadcasting out of Philadelphia. This is the 1,655th episode. The telephone number to listen in is 319-527-6000. Nine one, that is three one nine five two seven six zero nine one, and please press one pound. That is the number one, and the pound signal to talk to the host. To listen on the internet, please type www.blogradio.com and in the box type in Peripheral Visions by Antonia Betts. Select either live shows or title and you can listen live to review previous shows. Tonight's show is titled BA.5, coronavirus is a new COVID-19 that has hit the scene. Where at? It is said to not be as devastating as some previous diseases in the coronavirus family. But the real question is, is it? And if it is, what can we do about it? We'll have the viral surges that go up and down. Recently, while being mostly monitored here in the United States, and why? Where else? The causes and spread will be discussed as we presume it should be. Plus, our economy and inflation, greenflation, here in the nation and other places. Corporations, are they the most to blame? Also, gun control and other violence. It appears mostly to be in the United States. At what ages? Are they only by the citizens? Yes or no? Good evening, everyone. Yes, we are back again to discuss a COVID-19 issue, which we were very hopeful to have been closing the doors to, especially if there were any new developments in health threats. An article that was written by Time magazine, that is T-I-M-E magazine, 
on July 11th, the year 2020, called A Super Contagious Omicron Music is Worrying Scientists. It was also another evolution called A.2.75. Which is an offset of the B A point two, but what was concerning was the B A point four and the B A five, which is the biggest threat. It says the quickly changing coronavirus has spawned yet another super contagious Omicron. The mutation that is worrying scientists gains ground in India, and it pops up in numerous other countries, including the United States. Scientists say that the variant called BA 2.5 may be able to spread rapidly and get around immunities that were already issued from the vaccines we've been working on for two years, and previous infections. It's unclear whether it could cause more serious diseases than Omicron variants, including the globally prominent BA5. Audience, I just want to say, since then, I would like to mention uh, the BA2.5, the information that was being issued on that is on hold, but it's really at the point of being concerned about BA.5. Back to the issue. It is still early for us to draw too many conclusions, said Matthew Brennerick, Director of Clinical Virology at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota especially in India, that the rates of transmission are showing the kind of what they call an exponential increase. Whether it would outcompete the BA.5, he said, it is yet to be determined. Well, I just want to say, everyone, since then, uh, it had jumped back to being a concern more so on the BA.5 level. They say that even though it is not as deadly and the rate of death had decreased somewhat, it still presents a particular BA.5, even though it will have evolving other uh, variants like BA.4, BA.2.5 would be the main issue mostly because the BA.5, it seems to linger in your system, but it can still make you sickly. They suggest that you go out and make sure you get booster shots, presuming that you've already gotten your vaccine, the shots, and months down the line, the second booster shot, they just hope that you keep up with it for the sake of your life and the life of others. 
Well, they say it has been detected in about 10 other countries, including Australia, Germany, the United Kingdom, for those who are not familiar, that is England, and Canada. Canada, I like to uh, intercede by saying Canada seemed to be the more resilient country, maybe because of the way they practice uh, not only uh, immunizations and what have you, but precautions. Well, anyway, it is also said, and not only that, that what they refer to as a helix, that are that's a strand, two-strand cell. If you see it on a uh, microscope, it twirls around um, like a crisscross and into a spiral. Um, that particular helix came about a couple of weeks ago. Some people may say, well, vaccination and boosting hasn't prevented people from getting infected. And yes, that is true. But what we should have seen is that the rate of people ending up in the hospital and dying has significantly decreased, as I mentioned before. And it is also said, as more people have been vaccinated, boosted, or naturally infected, we are starting to see the background levels of immunity worldwide creep up. Here in the uh, city of Philadelphia on Channel 6 ABC News, the date being a couple of months ago, May 19th, the year 2022, um, there was a question asked, what is monkeypox? What to know about virus symptoms spread as U.S. confirms first 2022 case. The United States confirmed its first case of monkeypox Wednesday as European health authorities have identified a number of cases of the rare virus this week. They are mostly found in young men, according to the question, what is monkeypox that they propose? Monkeypox can transmit from animals to humans and infected animals, such as rodents or a primate, which are like rats and mice or monkeys maybe even a human being. And it occurs when there may be some penetration of the skin in the form of mostly bites or scratches. says human beings can also be infected when hunting wild animals or preparing what is called bushmeat for consumption. Bushmeat has been normally known in more primitive environments, such as maybe Africa, Australia, and places such as that. And, of course, other countries in a wild environment that's outdoors when they go hunting for, obviously, 
what they need to take home to their families, um, the, the hunters, of course, as well as for themselves. The disease can also spread from person to person. There can be done through respiratory droplets in the air, but they cannot travel more than a few feet. So two people would need to have prolonged close contact. Okay, everyone, let me mention that is very uh, similar uh, to uh, when they uh, to the coronavirus airborne contact, but the spread of the airborne contact from the original coronavirus from uh, I'll say two point five two and a half years ago had been uh, presumed to be from six to 12 feet airborne uh, virus is presumed to be two feet within close contact to another person or maybe an animal. I presume that the reason why uh, it may be that close is because it's not a coronavirus. It's just an evolved disease that has been under uh, the studies of, you know, say, for example, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Now, there was a question that was just posed, uh, and the question was, can we trust the government's findings? And realistically, I'm not the one to say that I know for a fact we can or cannot trust it, but people have been very leery for a while about things of this nature, mostly because all of this information is within the reach of the government, not only officials, but the laboratory technicians and personnel. But we don't know anything for a fact if everything they're saying is precise. If they are being honest, well, that's a good thing so they can research it. They're hiding something from us. We need to learn how to go to our political representatives and things of that nature and learn how to ask questions. Uh, through people in their offices about can we have town hall meetings conducted so we can at least hope that not only they're on the right track, but we are on the right track on how accurate their information may be. You have the right to question those things. So thank you very much uh, who proposed that particular question because I don't even know for a fact, but it is good to be on standby and make sure you would present that along with other people who are concerned because, you know, there have been times where people have reasonably questioned the government because they had the right to. There was a question that was posed. What are the symptoms? It says here, the incubation period for monkeypox is between seven and 14 days. Incubation, for those who are questioning yet uh, out there, 
uh, you know, when it has time to sort of um, brew up and uh, definitely um, all of a sudden become very pertinent in a way we would have never known. And there was a question. Why all of a sudden are these questions being proposed? I may not have the exact answer, but felt as though you have the right to know that. Uh, you know, this is, like I said, a good time to have a town hall meeting and write down on a piece of paper or put it in your phone uh, that particular question asking for officials or doctors that represent uh, relaying that information. Exactly that. Why all of a sudden this information is coming up? I will say this much. Maybe about a month ago, maybe a little more, uh, when it was discovered that monkeypox have uh, arrived here in the United States, uh, there were... um, Many of the uh, 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 of the people here who were concerned because they just got over one virus, of course. So they want to know virus that's coming along. And when they heard the word monkeypox, it relates to the words that back in maybe uh, more than a half a century ago here in the United States, when they were immunizing children, uh, do we have to create a vaccine for things like smallpox or like chickenpox. Chickenpox were similar in appearance, but monkeypox seemed to be more rampant. As a matter of fact, speaking about monkeypox being more rampant, if you don't mind my saying this, they have an appearance not only close to chickenpox, but they claim it starts in the face, and then it starts to spread. Uh, They showed uh, mostly pictures of uh, like one out of ten people in Africa in certain regions who have had the monkeypox. They had lots of little white sores or bumps that developed all over their face and then down onto their bodies and possibly into their uh, external private parts. And I have to admit, uh, with that being said, that ought to warn you that it's time to go to a physician who can take you uh, into treatment. So with that being said, um, I understand I have a caller and... With that being said, could somebody just identify yourself and let me know who you are, where you're calling from, and tell me what your question is, please, after you state your name. Okay. I'm Brother Rob, and I'm from the planet Earth. <laughs> and um, I just uh, want to just really quickly uh, just um, just state a, a misnomer that is out there where how uh, the government is just really trying to trick people and what and how things are going on. So uh, real quickly, so the the monkeypox 
virus is it's been here. It's, it's it's been here for a long time. It was called something else. It was called the HPP, the human papilloma uh, virus. Um, it's the same thing. Uh, it's it's been here for a a, a a good while, and even though um, you know, in the, the midst of everything that's going on with the gun violence in the country, uh, they are pretty much using a smoke and mirrors type of effect. Whereas though, when we were in the midst of the coronavirus, they were leaking out uh, videos of UFO encounters, and that was something the government never did. And so now they're doing things different, unleashing uh, Roe versus Wade. They're doing everything but to keep us focused on what is really going on in the country because they want to control what we are fed and, and how we receive the information and how we react. It's all just a big smoke and mirrors concept, and we just have to pay attention. And uh, that's the end of my, my statement I wanted to say, Antonia. Very good. Um, I'm glad you're questioning it and not necessarily feeling as though um, you're to take seriously just anything someone says without allowing you to question it. Uh, the reason being because it's not that you have respect for the government. It may be more so they may actually need people to question things like that so they could go back to the drawing table and realize that people are not going to just take their word for everything, but you as a citizen have the right to know more than what they're telling you. And I'm glad you will definitely uh, pay attention to these different things about what all is going on around the country. And I'm sure it extends beyond our borders because about the smoke and mirror uh, theory, I will tell you uh, I'm mad as I don't know what right now because they feel as though, which I'll eventually mention, corporations are coming up with all types of bluffs because they're looking for excuses to uh, raise the cost of living. And not only just raise the cost of living, but to make people think that this is why this is getting out of hand because, and I'm not saying they're saying monkeypox, but somebody did mention in the media at one point they're using coronavirus as a possible screen as to why the price should be raised. Then it was blamed on the war in Ukraine imposed by the Russian government as well as so many other theories saying that I'm right. Believe me, I'm not the one to call the shots at all. But it is good to question anything that you and other people with like minds can get together and question. You have that right. So thank you very much again, Brother Rob. Okay. 
well, to continue, uh, there have been no cases of death, they claim, that are reported in the United States. Monkeypox has led to death in as many one in ten people in Africa who contract the disease. Now, I'm guessing leaving it to us to say to themselves, in Africa, where the disease is much more intense and much more prominent, especially in numbers, uh, it may be more of an uh, an imposition on the physical well-being over there. It's just like if you have an increased concentrated uh, disease versus a weak version of it, you know, you can imagine the concentrated disease, which has been around for a while in a certain region, may take a negative effect more than anything. So back in May 2nd, about a couple of months ago, as I mentioned, and a half, uh, cases have been reported in the United States and didn't spread very much. But after the reports mentioned in Massachusetts, there was a detection of it that was assumed to come from a traveler. This is what they claim may be the origin, for Gleeside, just uh, assumed this one who had left Africa where they said it had originated in about one to ten people in certain communities. They imply close contact is the reason for monkeypox, especially sexual. At that point, uh, they assumed everyone, they, they assumed that it was sexually related maybe because they know something about this particular person who who's the traveler uh, who came back over here. But since then, I'm hearing from a an opinion from somebody that monkeypox was really uh, not uh, coming back here, okay, no, working its way through the United States gradually, very gradually, it's just contact, uh, you know, with skin, period. So I have no evidence of that, but, you know, it's just best if you see somebody with that disease. Uh, just keep a distance until they can resolve their own matter and hopefully produce a document to show that they are monkeypox-free if they did have it. So now they say monkeypox vaccine as of July the 11th 2020 is being distributed first in New York uh, from the federal government, and further announcements will continue to give the public any further information. So they have given to the federal government 14,500 dosages of the vaccine because they're, uh, they're not having a rampant uh, you know, reports running uh, running awry, you know, there's not that many people affected compared to coronavirus by no means. They'll start out probably with 14,500 dosages available. And I'm sure you can find out from the public health clinic, if the free public health clinic, or your own doctor where you can receive the monkeypox vaccine. If you don't have a doctor, 
I'm quite sure an emergency room will be glad to examine to see if it's worth um, distributing that particular shot to you. So with that being said, um, it has been said throughout the media corporations who have what they call the need for greed. It's a, uh, a, a particular cliche I've heard recently that which caused inflation of ga- gasoline, clothing, food, and any other purchasable item, which they blame it on various problems that we have had in the United States and abroad for the past few years. Starting with coronavirus and truck driver strikes and anything else they could blame it on, that is where it is assumed that a lot of this inflation came about. Even though the price of gasoline seems to gradually decrease uh, at this point, in other words, it was going up to like $5 and something, $6 and something, they give you the impression this most recently reported uh, decrease in a lot of places like just slightly below $5, like $4 and a little something, Um, they're just hoping to say, well, the prices are coming down. Now, I can take a break from that to say that the president did recently travel overseas, if I'm not mistaken, to Saudi Arabia to work on President Joe Biden, to work on uh, what is being um, uh, a possible solution to bargain the prices of Uh, fuel from them, which is uh, outside of the resources they used to receive from Russia or purchase from Russia to hopefully solve the matter. Hopefully, well, his efforts when he came back were something that had been uh, resolvable, and time will tell, hopefully soon. And even though the price of gasoline, it did affect uh, people's uh, income, we hope that they will understand uh, it's not going to be expected to be uh, coming down rapidly as we would love to believe. So it's an issue of trust. Can we trust not the government more so, but the corporations? Because after all, in order to survive all this, well, number one, you need a decent wage increase from all of the hard work that you put into just to survive. So it may not be enough money to do that. Some companies have imposed huge work layoffs, Amazon being one. I forgot the others, which is like maybe in the number of 30,000 or something uh, people lately. And other companies have said that there are many jobs out there to be filled if the people would want to work. But nothing is probably worse than a person being displaced from a job they are satisfied with and having to go somewhere else. Not sure it will work out for them. Now, you know, that is their opinion that there are 
more people than necessary that do not want to work, but it's not a guarantee that's true. So with that being said, um, this is a good time to look into things. As a matter of fact, they swear that there are now more jobs available than there are people who want to get out there to work. Now, on the subject of something called greenflation. That's right, everyone, the color green, inflation, just like inflation. Well, because some say uh, that particular uh, cliche may threaten the fight against climate change. Yes, everybody, the big subject of climate change and plus uh, the subject of you know, uh, global warming, that's another issue, of course. Same title, same effect. They worry about because uh, with all of this greenflation, and I'll tell you what greenflation is, it will interfere uh, with climate change and global warmth uh, that we are trying to resolve, hopefully soon because the clock is ticking, uh, they say that inflation is actually more so like the drilling of the minerals from the earth that will get cop things like copper, aluminum, plutonium, uranium, and many other raw minerals and materials, you know, the things that help us to uh, be in the industry uh, to receive material goods and and things that we use on a on an everyday basis, you know. You say, how do you think the cars are are made once they have to go through the great meltdown? How do you think materials for your home, for millions of other uh, materials out there? For example, also those items are necessary for building skyscrapers as well, and of course, other resources. But the big question is, just be, while excavating the environment, excavating means tearing apart the environment, you know, imagine what that does to the earth. Yes, we need those materials, but are they actually uh, tearing apart this earth with the intention of making this world a better place by being careful with it. You know, consider the pollution of the environment. Sitting, uh, consider the uh, ozone layer up up there in the different atmospheres, stratospheres, hemispheres. That's having a hole being pretty much worn and torn out of it, which affects the sun's rays of light, which. Um, even affect your skin because the sun's rays of light are coming in incorrectly, then it can bother your skin. And for all we know, it may affect the orbit of the earth, maybe not. Maybe the sun rays will affect so many things, dry up all this earth. We're experiencing wildfires rampantly, not just here in the United States, but in other places droughts that are just unrealistic. And so hurricanes that occur because of the path they chose to come in at, usually it's 
coming in, for example, on the southeast here, actually, and uh, have been known to come in from the oceans near the northeast. That was a very peculiar pattern in the past five years. And if there are any other questions that you would like to, definitely contact your local politicians and see if you can still see if they can sponsor a town hall meeting in an expeditious way, in a faster way, about global warming, climate change, or anything that concerns us. But first, it will be smart to get together with people with like minds and bring up subject matters amongst yourselves so you'll be prepared to ask the big questions. Now, on the topic of guns and violence, it is bad enough that in Ukraine there has been uh, bragging rights, unfortunately, by a worse use of the word, of a most recent bombing by a Russian representative of a building that killed 15 people in Ukraine and recently trapped 20 more. But that's just one of thousands of attacks and two of the Ukrainian territories, if I'm not mistaken, have been taken over completely according to Russian uh, sources. And still there are familiar members, you know, uh, like uh, people who take care of people, children who are caretakers and guardians. They are not discussing with the children, even here in the United States, about the negative results of any war. But that's the most recent uh, war that has been placed in the media prominently. I understand in Somalia there are wars going on that we don't know. And who's to say? There was a Bosnian war a couple of uh, decades ago. And people don't even know where Bosnia is, which I can understand. I mean, it's just people who are just war hungry, face it. Uh, They have their reasons according to them, but validation of murdering other people is not exactly one of the more positive things to get out there and uh, not discuss with your uh, children so they understand their role out here to why they shouldn't resort to violence. Now, there are tactics that extend back from the ancient medieval days. They have definitely not evolved in any more sophisticated a sense and validated on the sense, on the same preserving humanity because we do have some callous people. It's not about saving lives, if anything, exerting power. Now, unfortunately, we have to address the ages of people here in the United States uh, at this time who have this learned behavior about resorting to those violent tactics, uh, resorted to taking these multiple guns, which some people in the media have been given an opinion, there are more guns than humans. But are they always the younger people? Well, 
I'll give you two examples. Unfortunately, recently in the past few weeks, uh, there was two adult men, different situations. One who was in New York City at the age of 62 and the one who was in California who carried out uh, mass shootings of a, 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 of a uh, church. Now, the one in New York, he was riding a subway uh, that particular morning and decided to have a mental meltdown. And he had multiple weapons in a cachet or a sack he carried with himself. And for whatever reason, he take take uh, one particular gun out and start spraying one of the cars that were attached to the multiple cars of the train which he was sitting in. Ten people were injured, but no one was killed. That was a true act of God to save those particular people. Now, if it did happen if somebody was hit, it's not an act of God, you know, that did or didn't intercede. It's just that that's just a coincidence that happened to hit an area. It did. Now, there were there was another um, situation. Uh, there was a, a fellow who was of Asian background, and he had uh, carried out mass shootings uh, in a church. He was um, Asian, yes, but after uh, he killed one person, and he did strike other people, and they survived, it was a big question. With them being in their six, oh, he replied, he shot them because they were Taiwanese. So it may have been a different culture other than his own. They were both in their 60s. And all over the nation in different areas and occasionally school massacres, I tell you, when uh, the people in Texas buried their 19 uh, children to being adults also uh, and, and injuring more, the 19-year-older who was the suspect, people didn't presume that he'll have it. So people start demanding that they're going to start having their vote be too uh, affected when it comes time for voting uh, in the primaries or the, no, the actual uh, voting season, November of 2022, because tired of there not being adequate gun control laws being put in place about no one challenging the NRA. Part of the uh, bill that they came up as a resolution, which people are still not satisfied with, was there's voting that the uh, right to carry guns don't take effect until age of 21 when they can legally purchase them. So, you know, of course they brought up different questions about how did this 19-year-older get to buy guns uh, just so recently and carry out this massacre when he walked into the school, this building. And other questions have been posed. They proposed that uh, automatic weapons, uh, I'm not sure in which state, but they were saying they're taking those off the market to be sold to, if I'm not mistaken, 
anyone because they, you know, what what used to you have for an automatic weapon out here? You're not on a uh, war field, you know, out there, and you know where where you're serving your country or anything. So you have no need for no one had no need for that, according to that particular legislator. And uh, recently, the most uh, hair-raising situation, there were seven children about the ages of 10 to 14 here in Philadelphia. Uh, The 10- and 13-year-old child so far has been let loose. Uh, Two 14-year-olders, a boy and a girl, have been detained and prosecuted for uh, hitting um, a 73-year-old agent man. Um, one evening, about 2.30 in the morning, yes, 2.30, well, people say, well, what is he doing out there? Well, he's an adult, but uh, he looked discombobbled, so for the pictures that have been shown. Uh, as for the kids, well, people wanted to blame it on their parents, but that's like a pro and con. Some parents don't know that kids sneak out, you know, while they're asleep. Some parents, well, people tried to say they were negligent, but I think that was said in a fit of anger. And um, being said, uh, and the two 14-year-olds being detained, they're trying to presume that they'll get them on third-degree murder charges, but they're still up in the air as to what exactly what the final solution as the man's niece, uh, who is a senior, also said she's concerned and they need to get all of them off the street, according to her, but it actually has to be decided by the uh, the politicians within uh, that jurisdiction of making the judgment as to how they're going to handle it, or maybe the judge even, if I'm not mistaken. So with that being said, we have to understand, when it comes to having children and raising children, it don't just start at home. Uh, sometimes people don't realize these children are idle. They don't have much to do as they travel the streets. Some of them feel that way, but it's not necessarily true. One woman came up with a uh, resolution uh, for 14 to 17-year-olders to attend a uh, recreation environment where the kids can just come in and quietly get on computers, do their homework, up until the time of 9 p.m., if that's considered a realistic time, uh, starting from the time they usually are supposed to get out of school. Uh, There's been other solutions. Uh, They're going to start enforcing, uh, curfewing the gun law. Uh, Not gun law, the curfewing the, the, the ability for children to uh, be out and about late at night. Uh, certain ages, uh, maybe 14 or 13 to so-and-so, or forget about 12 or whatever, but 13 to maybe 9, 30, 10 o'clock, they are not allowed to be out, period. Uh, the ages be, unless they have a legitimate reason. They want the police to start picking them up, take them to, them to the door and tell them, um, we have your child um, uh, here. We don't want to see a repeat of this. You know, after all, there's still foster care for children if they feel as though that they're uncontrollable as a solution. But 
not guaranteed that need to be the recourse. You know, sometimes children, they feel as though they have the right to execute their right to be out here. Bad enough when they call 911 on their parents, knowing that the parents may or may not have done no more than what they're supposed to, which is discipline them reasonably. Uh, these kids have to understand them. If they want to live a proper life, and even if they think they get away with not going to school, they need to be discussed maybe with uh, maybe some personnel at your recreation center or any other provisions that are allowed out there. These kids uh, sometimes feel as though that they have been accustomed to disrespect some parents' authorities, some of the authoritarians, uh, who take jurisdiction over these kids, some of them, well, unfortunately, they don't know how to properly deal with children themselves. Some have been known to kill the children. Some of the uh, the parents of these children have had mates they brought into their homes or their lives have killed the children. So it's a back-and-forth issue, and these issues may, may need to be discussed uh, in different forms within their rectors or community centers or amongst the uh, political uh, resources they have available to just have everybody to get together and come to a meeting of the minds. So with that being said, um, I apologize for going over time for the call for salvation, uh, Brother Robert. Uh, would you kindly... Uh, be willing to give us, uh, by the grace of God, some words of not only consolation, but to know that, you know, God is still watching us. And we would really appreciate that. Or, if uh, you'd like, I'd still, look, when you talk about children, I can talk about children forever. Uh, because I used to work with children. That may not have been my uh, main uh, career choice, but when I had you know, resisted the thought of you know, working with them directly too much, I also acquired a job from time to time, starting back from high school. Uh, throughout the times I was in the military, uh, throughout the times I may have went to school, post-secondary school myself, throughout the times I uh, may have had to acquire a temporary position uh, in a recreation environment. Um, you'd be surprised what some of these children are up against. And actually, I'm fearful for some of them because uh, recently, here in Philadelphia again, uh, there's been a rash of since coronavirus started to, you know, decrease of of the killings being along the street, not only not included children, and as I mentioned, the 73-year-old guy, but that there has been a rash of people in areas that people never suspected will happen and the more upscale areas and areas that uh, 
um, uh, involve uh, community centers, which that's not totally new, but to the numbers that lives have been taken or have been victimized, uh, it has been more, let's just say, apparent now than ever that somebody is apparently supplying not only guns for children, but even some young adults who uh, don't seem to want to uh, have proper control. They would they would actually uh, be young adults attacking young adults. Uh, and with them doing that, uh, for no reason, you know, two young men got off of the bus, for example, in an area called Oak Lane, I believe, West Oak Lane possibly, and um, because this other young man had a argument with him, he decides to get off the bus before they do. He knows where they live, ambushes them, and sprayed about 70-something bullets. Now, 70-something bullets. So I ought to tell you what type of weapon they had. Not only there, uh, downtown in a very prominent environment, and South Street, South Street, had been known for, uh, if you want my opinion, some of the most uh, exclusive uh, shopping assortments of uh, things and wares that tourists also have came along. If they have beautiful eateries and things of that nature, but the police had to go on a major manhunt for two teenagers who just targeted one young man who was like only 22 as he stood in the doorway of a store, and one fellow just snatched him and started to beat on him. The other one stood by for a while and became involved. And they just decided to murder him right there in the street without apparently knowing who he was. He was working at Gerard College here with... uh, Gerard College being actually a facility for young children. And the list goes on and on. And it's happening daily, a lot of times more than once a day. So does that tell people that they can't step out their door? No, but I've had people to say to me at one time, they don't like to watch the news because it depresses them well. Well, you choose between life and depression, and I guarantee you, you'll sort of snap out of it in no time flat and realize that this is happening more rampantly because people just maybe just took it for granted for so long. And when it comes to this point where you have to be on standby that you don't get struck, it's time to really um, execute some sensible things about all of this is going on. And why would I say that? I'm sure you'd ask. Well, realistically, uh, I would say that, you know, prayer, it does answer a lot. I, I can I can tell you, prayer has got me through boot camps. Prayer has saved people that I know. Prayer has made sure that if I ever deviated from what I thought that I should know or do, 
all of a sudden, the prayer that I received by praying myself has been answered in such ways that I have been going back and forth maybe at one time uh, wondering, I never doubted God, and I thank God I never did do that, but wondering, are some people going to uh, survive all of things out there in the environment that um, I never knew about? I can say this. When they say vengeance is mine, said the Lord, you say a prayer and realize that God will come and tell you if it is necessary for him to follow through with correcting that person. person. And if he does, beautiful. And for some reason, you may say, well, God, you left one stone unturned. Don't believe that. Just sit back and examine your own personal uh, behavior and trials and tribulations. And don't beat yourself over the head with it. Just realize some things deserve more examination. Why do we need to examine it? I will say because if we don't, we need to learn how to be more reasonable and realize that everything does not uh, start and stop or you. You know, still not only in addition to prayer, not only do I suggest that, be proactive in working with your politicians. Someone said there's a voting season coming up this coming November, and if we don't come up with better solutions, then it's time to take voting seriously and encouraging others to do it. And hopefully people within the government will wake up and start saying we're not going to uh, necessarily follow behind these little subgroups out here or special interest groups as to how we make a decision. But not, but not only with prayer do we need to be proactive in examining all this, but what you need to understand is uh, you have to also be active to exercise the free will to work with these government officials. Because if you don't, to you, things can backfire. And speaking of prayer, I'd like to say, pray that corporate America doesn't keep imposing the citizens here or anywhere to have to come to terms with coming to a a revolution of any type. I'm not saying physical but letting it be seen, they should. They are not going to starve while their bankrolls are increasingly fattening up their pocket because, after all, you're not supposed to be there for their bidding and trying to pretend you don't know what's going on. You may think, well, what can I do? People, you'd be surprised who you meet. I went to an affair this evening, which was a dinner. I sat next to a woman and just good, sensible communication allow people to sit amongst people who they feel as though with like minds 
they don't have to be on the same level financially and everything to understand what's happening to them because many people who are not considered very well off, they're being affected also, you know, the different middle class stages of people. Pray on it and also understand God answers prayers. I should know. And I appreciate those politicians that do make an active interest without we having to take the repercussions for corporate decisions. Well, when we say corporate America, we don't mean them all. There are some corporations that may have mercy on the uh, people who are oppressed out here, which are too many these days. And there are some corporations that do not. We're going to have to pray on it, and we're going to have to continuously, diligently be active on how we're going to make sure they understand they're going to have to work with us because it's very, very contradictory to expect people to want to work, but yet and still not supply their needs for child care, education. Because after all, they didn't bring that pestilence amongst themselves. Okay, everyone, I really thank you very, very, very much for understanding why prayer and active treatment of advocating with each other's help on how we're going to make sure that this does not continue to occur. I can understand corporate America is to make sure uh, they climb the ladder to success, but we ought to make sure that we also have that right. It won't come anywhere near to whatever they require for themselves, but that is why you got to stop letting people step on you. So with that being said, God bless you. And I would hope that uh, with all the love in the world that uh, God can spread amongst us and continue to bestow upon us, that we will definitely learn that Purpose Kingdom Network, with all of its love, can allow Brother Rob, can allow Pastor Toy Daly, can allow the co-host, can allow your next-door neighbor and everyone else to come to a meeting of the minds and make this a more reasonable earth to live on because it doesn't make any sense as to how these things are just getting out of hand all of a sudden. God bless you, and I thank you very much for everything. Take care, and good night.